Hey, Digging Deeper fans, this is Stu from the Inroads Podcast. Before we get you to our conversation, I wanted to share some news with you. We've started our fall donor drive, and now is your chance to get a gift for your reoccurring donation to Appian Media. Everyone who gives a monthly gift of $10 or more will be shipped this great gift. You can go to appianmedia.org slash donation to learn more and to make your monthly reoccurring donation. I'll share what the gift is a little later in the podcast. Now, let's get you to the show. There are a lot of little nuances in the Bible, and today we're talking about one of those little details, probably my favorite. That's on this episode of Digging Deeper. Welcome to Digging Deeper, the podcast where we talk about the geography, archaeology, people, and cultures of the lands of the Bible. You can learn more about all of us here at Appian Media and watch our free video series at www.appianmedia.org. Before we start today, we want to talk about our sponsor, Memo Marketing. Recently, Appian Media has teamed up with Memo Marketing to update our website, as well as to provide a number of other marketing ideas for helping us to promote the work we are doing. We're happy to have them on board, and we'll say more about them later in the program. And today we want to talk about the little nuances in the text. Yeah. So those little words that sometimes don't have much meaning or you think they're meaningless, you kind of tend to skim over them. Right. But they are important. Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. All the words in the Bible are important. Right. If God's going to use the ink, we need to be paying attention to no, it. No, that's right. And I think we have a we have a wonderful example of this in John, the fourth chapter, uh, we all know this story. This is the story of Jesus traveling uh, from the area of Judea up to Galilee, and uh, he goes through Samaria. You know, both of you and I have traveled through that area, and it's incredibly hilly and everything. So he stops there at the well uh, for a drink of water. When we were there with the Appian Media team, we actually filmed a scene here at, J- at Jacob's Well. We had an episode about the teachings of Jesus. Yes, and so we uh, wanted to stop there and film a scene about his interaction there with this woman because it was really interesting. I mean, just you know what he says to her about worshiping God is, is obviously interesting. But we were there also to uh, look at one of these nuances in the text that you're talking about. Yeah, and if you remember the day that we were going to do that, yeah, it was the day we were traveling from Jerusalem up to Galilee, and since where Jacob's Well is located is halfway in between, yeah. Um, it was going to be a nice pit stop. Yeah. We had everything lined up. Now, if you're filming anywhere, you're going to need a permit, whether it's here in the U.S., whether it's in Israel. Right. Much more important in Israel. But yeah. we had our permits. We had everything lined up. And then I think you were standing next to Gus when he made the call the day before to confirm. Yeah, we had a uh, we have a guide when we're over there. His name is Gus, and uh, he actually helps us out a, just a lot. And he um, the, the day before, he had made a call just to confirm that uh, we were going to be able to get up there. And he, I remember when he turned around to us and he said, uh-oh, we got bad news. And the, the issue was that um, a Chinese diplomat had traveled to Israel. He had a desire to travel and see this Greek Orthodox church where Jacob's well is located. And, of course, uh, because he's a diplomat and everything, he uh, outranked uh, this lowly video crew from the United States. Yeah, I think we should have been a little offended. Yeah, so anyway, they had bumped us. They w- we weren't able to go there uh, in the morning. We said, nope, it's not going to work, Right. but let's stop by anyway. Maybe 
Right. Hopefully he'll be done. He'll be bored. He'll have left something. And right, we, right. We can get in. Yeah. So we, yeah, we we waited a couple of hours. We actually went a little bit later because we knew he was going to be there about nine o'clock or so, which was the exact time we were supposed to be there. And so we said, well, you know what? Let's show up, you know, right at noon or something, and uh, just kind of see what happens. And so when we got there, uh, there was no one there. I mean, the the Chinese diplomat and the entourage that's with him, they had already come and gone. And so our guide went in, and um, there's an elderly gentleman, the caretaker of the entire you know, church building there. When Gus explained who we were, he was absolute, come on in, come on in. I've been to Jacob's Well several times, but this trip I learned he actually is the one who painted all of the paintings in the church building. Oh, right. Up right. on the ceilings, yeah. everything. The building is absolutely beautiful. When you walk into it, uh, you know, there's these paintings that you're talking about all over the place. And we handed him our permit, and he actually didn't even want to see it. He knew why we were there because we had kind of told him why we wanted to be there, and so he was more than happy. And uh, the nice thing about this visit was the fact that because this Chinese diplomat had arranged to visit the church, they had pretty much wiped the slate clean of all of the uh, people who were going to visit the site for the entire day. And so when we happened to show up, the place was completely empty. It's yeah, always nice a place like that to have it to yourself. Oh, yeah. That allowed us to not only film this scene that's featured in Following the Messiah, Episode 7, but also perform a little experiment that dealt with this nuance in the text that you talked about at the top of the show. And uh, we want to play that video for you right after a word from our sponsor. Is your business in need of a website redesign or maybe even a brand new website altogether? We want to take a second to tell you about our sponsor for the Digging Deeper podcast, Memo Marketing. They are a full-service marketing company that can take care of all your company's marketing needs, including your website. Appian Media used Memo Marketing when we needed a redesign on our website. We had some fairly complex features of the website that we really wanted to implement. For instance, we needed a video plug-in so that our videos just played automatically. Uh, We needed an e-commerce platform so that... Uh, We could sell the things that we wanted to sell on there, uh, including the Bible class materials and things like that. And so when we discussed this with Matt and his team, uh, they immediately jumped right in and took care of all of that for us. And I'm so happy about how our website is. It's a great resource for Bible study. There's just a lot that you can do both on your laptop as well as on your cell phone. If your company, though, is looking for a new website, definitely check out Memo Marketing. You can learn more about them at memomarketinggroup.com. That's memomarketinggroup.com. As we were talking before we went to the break, uh, we've arrived at this Greek Orthodox church in the city of Nablus. And actually, if you don't mind, Barry, before we go in, let's back up a little bit. Okay. Let's look at the area. Yeah. Because if you haven't been there, the city of Nablus is a really neat location. You got Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal right next to it. And then you got the the New Testament town of Sychar, right? Shechem, there's a, a lot of history in that area. The city itself is really built up. This Na- The city of Nablus is a modern-day uh, Palestinian city in the middle of the West Bank, and uh, uh, it's a fairly large city. You, to see the the aspects that you were talking about with Mount you know, Ebal and Gerizim, you really have to kind of get out of the city uh, because once you're in the city, the buildings are all around you and everything. It's, it's hard to get a visual really good visual aspect of, of what the what the city looks like. But uh, right there in the middle of this town uh, is this church. 
it's really interesting uh, the, the the history behind the church, and especially the history of this location. And what we want to do now is play this clip from episode seven, where it talks about Jacob's well. So, Craig, if you don't mind cueing that up for us, um, this area it sits, uh, you know, between Judea and this and this area of Galilee. And if you've ever been there before, it's incredibly hilly. Um, one of the interesting things about the Central Mountain Range is that you have these deep valleys and high hills. And of course, as you're traveling through Samaria, you get to see that really firsthand. And so the, the goal here was to get to a city called Nablus. Nablus sits in between Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim. And uh, this was the modern city of the ancient city of Sychar. And of course, what we read about in John, the fourth chapter, is that there was a well there. And Jesus, as he was traveling between Judea and through Samaria, uh, he's going over these hills and he gets thirsty, quite frankly. And so uh, his disciples had run into town to get food and he stops by this well. And this well is currently located in the bottom of a Greek Orthodox church that you can access by you know, getting the permits and everything that we talked about. And so what we did was we went there and as we walked into the building, the building is just just covered with all of this ornate art and the wooden chairs and chandeliers coming down and these beautiful paintings that are on the sides and on the roof of of the building. And as you walk to the front of the building, there are two staircases on either side of the front that lead down to this crypt that is basically underneath the front part of this building. And when you get down in there, there is a well. And of course, up until about 150 years or so ago, this would have been outside. This is what we read read about in Scripture as Jacob's well. This was the well that was dug by Jacob and his men when they moved to the area nearly 3,500 years ago. And so what Jeremy and I wanted to do was talk about this discussion that Jesus had with the Samaritan woman while they were here. However, there was also one other thing that I wanted to show And that had to do with the nuances in the text that we talked about earlier. There is a phrase in this conversation that the Samaritan woman has with Jesus in which she questions Jesus' ability to draw water from the well. And the reason was the well was deep. And, of course, that leads Jesus to a discussion about living water. But it's interesting that the Bible actually tells us about the fact that the well is deep. And so one of the things I wanted Jeremy to do was to draw water from this well. He was going to dip the bucket down into the well and then pull it up. And then I wanted him to take a scoop of the water that he had drawn up and pour it down the well and listen to the difference in sound from the time he pours it until you could hear it splash down there at the bottom. And so Jeremy went through this process and he dipped the bucket down into the well and then drew it up. And of course, then we pull the bucket over to the side and Jeremy grabs a cup. He poured it into the well. If, if you listen closely here, you'll hear him pour it. He's doing it right now. And there's the splash. I mean, that was clearly four or five seconds between the time that he poured the water and it splashed down in the bottom of the well. And of course, in doing that, that shows you exactly how deep the well was. I mean, if you want to, you could actually do the math and try to figure it out for yourself. But the the depth of the of the well currently is um, is 
well over 100 feet deep, and it's a beautiful thing to see. The Samaritan woman mentions that the well is deep. And so by doing this and listening to the difference in time between when Jeremy pours it and when you hear the splash, it just goes to prove that point. Uh, I mean, I've been there a number of times, and every time we do this, I just get this big smile on my face because it's just really neat to hear. It's a little weird because I've been there before. We've drawn water up, but you don't really realize how deep that is. Right. Until, and I've never done that where you just pour it back in. (laughs) So that was the first time I'd seen that um, and experienced it. And it, yeah, it hits home how high up you are when you're counting and waiting and you're like, whoa, that's really far down. Yeah, it really is. There's very good historical evidence that this is the actual hole in the ground where this took place. And you can go there today and perform this little experiment and read the passage in John, the fourth chapter, in which this lady mentions this well is deep. Uh, to me, is just an incredible example of these nuances that are in the text. Yeah, God could have had the writer leave off the word deep. Right. Jesus went and sat by a well, or the woman said, you know, well, how are you going to get it? You don't have a bucket. And we still would have gotten the whole story. Absolutely. Yeah. But by putting in deep, it just adds a layer that tells you this story is, is real. These things happened. Here are some facts. Go verify them. That's right. And because those those little nuances in the text are given to us, we can go verify them. Helps us to conclude that the rest of the Bible is accurate as well. When I am teaching, I frequently tell people that God doesn't waste space or words. And I know I'm not alone in that thought. Every word in the Bible is important. If we read something, it is there for a reason. An example would be in the Synoptic Gospels. You can go to Matthew 22, Mark 12, or Luke 20 and see when Jesus was talking to the Sadducees, he proved the point about the resurrection and the power of God by just using the tense of a verb. Jesus showed God is the God of the living by looking to the statement where God said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Another example is in Galatians, where Paul argued and proved a point about Jesus being the son of promise just by using the singular versus the plural. He quotes, I said not unto seeds as of many, but as of one and to thy seed. And so when we look at Jacob's well, we can see many lessons. One is that we should be teaching and reaching out to anyone we come in contact with, even if they are people that society would not expect us to interact with. Another lesson is that the stories we read are not made up fairy tales, but real people, events, and places that were recorded for us to read. The small, seemingly insignificant words that could have been left out were put there, allowing us to realize that these are real places and events, and those details help to prove the truth of what we read. We can take those details to build our faith in the text and the one who had it recorded for us. Digging Deeper is a production of Appian Media. We're a nonprofit media production company that's 100% crowdfunded. If you're interested in learning more about how you can support Appian Media so we can continue to create more great free content, visit us at appianmedia.org slash digging deeper. If you'd like to reach out to Dan or myself, you can do so via email. Dan's email address is dan.kingsley at appianmedia.org. And my email address is barry.brittnell at appianmedia.org. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions that you may have. 
Special thanks go to Jet, Craig, and Stuart, and the rest of the App and Media team, as they helped Dan and myself put all this together. And a special thanks go to all those supporters out there and for all of you who listen to the program. Join us next time as we invite Miss Rebecca Dutton, a friend of ours from Athens, Alabama, into the studio. She has spent a considerable amount of time participating in archaeological digs in the land of Israel. We're going to ask her a bunch of questions about those experiences and how the rest of us can be involved in that effort. Until then, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you on the next episode of Digging Deeper. Digging Deeper.